Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Cool, can go to trap, sons and traps. Trap, sons and trap, don't sons and trap. What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MA Roasted Podcast. Lee, Adam, Hunter. We got a great show. Uh, we got Ween Dog is here. Sub, uh, Greg Romero Wilson is here. The TV hey, star. Hey, a fucking hey. What? Well, listen. Hey, man. It took you long enough, but you're finally on like. <laughs> I mean, you're like I like I say, Greg Wilson is one of my top three funniest comics. Definitely the funniest comedic actor I've ever met. And one of Thank you, three, brother. One of the top three comedians I know. Um, so, uh, and then we got hey, Don Fry. The, the, we got the legend. Ever seen my no, dude. Don Fry is here with his amazing Wi-Fi. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 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 Don Fry is actually uh, calling in from 1984. Uh, it's going to be a, a great show. Uh, <laughs> Ellenberg is going to be joining us. Gerald Mearshaw. We got a fucking thing. Uh, the, it was. It's been a great week. I was my my wife and my kid's birthday. Um, my, my my daughter's birthday was on Friday, and we had one friend over because that's how it is. But it was still like the best friend. Uh, and, and then we had. We had her like her dance teacher, who's like very attractive. And then my friends, and my friends were like, "Hey, can I come over?" I'm like, "It'd be kind of weird to have a bunch of my like male single friends at like a one year old birthday party just sitting in the corner oh, yeah. uh, with her dance teacher there." I'm like, "No, you fucking perverts." Uh, Listen, I'm glad that you didn't invite a bunch. Of, it's always so weird to go to a one year old's birthday party. The kid doesn't know what's happening. We don't know if we're supposed to drink or do yeah. drugs. Like, it's like. What kind of a party is this? It's very un- uncomfortable. What were you saying, Don? All right, thank you. Uh, that was Don. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the legend, Don Fry. Any photos? Do I take any photos of the dancer? Yeah, I actually, I did, but I don't want to post them because I don't want to tag her and like, you know, have a bunch of my friends make shitty comments, you know? So, uh, we'll post them and don't tag her, and she'll never know. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, but yeah. Okay. All right. And it was my wife's birthday. We went to Malibu. Uh, it was went to this like little private resort on the beach. It was a great week. It was a great. It was it was great. Uh, Don, how was your weekend? What did you do? Oh hell, I don't know. I had a good time though. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 Don, what does that shirt say? It says, I burn this one, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of the American flag. Do you think anyone would actually try burning the flag off Don Fry's? Ch- Can you imagine how bad that would go? Uh, that would just, uh, and Greg, how was your week? What to do? It was good, man. I, uh, you know, I played some poker, got drunk, and that was about it. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Uh, uh, dog. That's all it was. By the way, by the way, Wean Dog, I saw pictures of you and your girlfriend on Facebook. You guys yeah. look so normal. Does she even know who you are? Does no, dude, I'm still you? trying my best to conceal my actual Wean Dog identity. It's slowly coming out as this relationship progresses, but I'm trying my best to not let her into this side, you know? And you've been to, you've been together for like, what, over a year now, right? It's been, it's like, been what, yeah, it's like, like two and a half years? years. Two and a half yeah. years. I was going to say, it's been a long time now. Yeah. Wow, that's... It's, it's impressive. I'm, in, I'm very impressed with myself. I, I don't know if impressive is the word I use, but it, you know what? In a way, it is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So, uh, by the way, and, and I, I went to the beach. I took pictures of my, me holding the baby. And, like, I, I like the way my, like my upper body, my shoulders look. I hate the way my stomach looks. So I'm cropping out pictures like a fucking chick. Like, I'm, like, cropping them from, like, the <laughs> it's, it, it's so sad. It's, uh, uh, Don... Have, have, have you lost any of your muscles since your fighting days? I've lost a lot of it. I lost about 20 pounds of it, partner. So 20, maybe more. Thing how, do is, deal, uh, how do you deal with that? My, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I hurt my ego real bit. My, my right thigh is actually about 10 inches smaller than my left thigh. Oh. Not shorter. I don't walk like this, you know. But, yeah. you know, it's smaller because, you know, of the uh, nerve damage that when I, when I didn't know that broken the rods, you know, I walked on it for two years and uh, it just wore it away. Got it, got it, got it. Well, let's talk about some of the fights over the weekend. You watch the fights, Don? No, but I'm going to watch the ones coming up, partner. All right, well, let's talk about the ones that happened last week. Uh, Ellen Berger watched them. Uh, uh, Greg watched them. Uh, we Dog watched them. And, you know, Don, I want to hear your opinion of the fights you didn't watch anyway, because I'm sure those would be entertaining. Um, so the Black Beast versus Alexi Olnick. You know what? I got to give the Black Beast credit, because he looked a lot better than he used to be. He looked physically stronger. He said he for was sure. training for 30 minutes a day. Okay. Uh, um, I feel like we missed out on some real gold okay. there, though. I really wish we could heard that. <laughs> what were you saying, Don? You know, I'm God. He looks like your. He looks like your buddy there at the bacon shirt. You know, Grammy. <laughs> you only approve from that. <laughs> but he said he was in the UFC. He he has the most knockouts in heavyweight history, and he was training 30 minutes a day. How is that possible to be? The, the he's lying. He's, he's lying, you think? He's like Tank Abbott. Yeah, Tank Abbott just got off a bar stool and walked into the ring. He's lying. You know? <laughs> Jake, do you think he's lying? lying? Ellenberger? What's that? Do you think the Black Beast was lying? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the conversation, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I. It's tough. I, I don't think he was being truthful there, but, I mean, hey, he's found a way to win. He's, he's found a way to make it work, you know? Now, now when, when uh, Olenek had him in that, like, it almost seemed like a head and arm. It seemed like he almost tapped. He was thinking about tapping. Yeah. He oh, yeah. He, look, he looked like he couldn't breathe there for a minute, man. <laughs> but how tight was that head and arm? Tight. Yeah, it looked, it looked like he was getting close to tapping there. It was close. Uh, and you, know, and, you know, being being bigger guys, that, that makes it a little bit tougher to, to wiggle out, you know, compared to the smaller guys. But 
It looked close. Have you ever tapped to a head and arm? Well, it's purple. <laughs> Jake, have you ever tapped to a head and arm? Uh, not, not that I'm aware of, no. I mean, Don Fry, you would never tap to a head and arm, right? No, never, never been, uh, been lucky enough so I could put in one. So yeah, I never had to worry about it. Right. Now, I love the – what's his name? I think it was Paul Felder was like – and the worst part is you're riding that guy's armpit, and that's all you can smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what? I honestly think that the Black Beast, had he not taken this camp seriously, would have tapped. I think another version of the Black Beast would have tapped to that. But I think he was like, fuck this. I actually trained for this. I'm not yeah. tapping. To, I'm not tapping to this. <laughs> well, like, Nate said that he was really focused on that cardio, too, and that's exactly what came into play there. I mean – because he was stuck in there for a long time. I'm amazed he survived. I, I, I am too. Uh, so I'm happy, I'm, happy, I'm happy for him. Now, uh, I know Curtis Blades called him out. He said he wants to fight Curtis Blades. I think that's a bad fight for a guy, with, 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 for a guy like the Black Beast because Blades is, a, what, an All-American wrestler, like three-time or something, like fucking like yeah. Division II National. I mean, really good wrestler. I think he takes the Black Beast. Uh, you, yeah. Don Fry? That's a, that's a bad fight. Yeah, I would put Don, is there anywhere in your house that you get better service? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find it, partner. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Uh, what about when, when, when Joe, what have you been on airplane mode? Would you get better service on airplane mode? <laughs> no, that, that completely cuts off all service. <laughs> like, what? Is, I mean, is there any way that he gets better service? To, I mean, Go to the public library or Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now, uh, yeah, I'm welcome. I'm welcome to Starbucks, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, Don, are you wearing your mask when you leave the house? Hell no, baby. It gets a lot for me to cover up this pretty face. <laughs> that sounds right. Now, now, Greg. Now, Greg. If you're out at Starbucks, you see Don Fry without a mask. What do you say to him? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I speak to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying shit to Don Fry. <laughs> Don, has anybody asked you to put a mask on? Ah, uh, shit, yeah, <laughs> the boy the, uh, I love him, Don, when did you turn into the Hulk? Hulk smash! Let's see you guys know. I, I asked Don, I said, come on at 1245. He comes on at, at, at noon. But I'm, I'm not kicking him off, okay? I fucking love Don Fry. You can come on whenever you want. But he comes oh, yeah. out with the worst fucking internet service ever. But I love the guy so much. There's nothing I can do. Like he's he's gonna apologize. Like Don, there's nothing you can do wrong. You're you're just you're the fucking man. All right, you've earned this. Uh, all right, so let's talk about uh, Chris Weidman. Now I'm happy he won. Like like I said, he was one loss away from a Bellator title shot. Uh, yeah. It would have been it would have been over for him. Uh, he looked okay. He said he looked sloppy. I thought he looked pretty good. He took some fucking shots and walked through them. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was impressed that his his chin kind of came back. Yeah, he he took. I mean, he he accepted some punches pretty well. Like that guy was throwing heat too. I was like, God damn! I mean, that that, that could have put anybody down. But uh, I do. I, it wasn't the you know it wasn't the it wasn't a pretty fight. It was it was definitely ugly. But uh, you know he stayed he stayed on him and, and you know you could tell that um, Agmedov was getting tired as well. So 
No, I mean it wasn't. A, yeah, it wasn't a wasn't a fun fight to watch. It was just he did what he had to do. Get, get his hand raised. You know what I mean? So now, do you think your chin can come back? Like you yeah, can, yeah. Can Don for real? Yeah, because um, you know, back when I was doing pro boxing, you know, like I said, I won my first two fights, and then um, I, I lost the last. I think I went two, five, and one, or two and six. I don't know, but um, then I took shit ten years off or what have you. You know, went started working for a living. I didn't like that. Decided becoming an athlete again. And then uh, I took some good, pretty good punches after that, you know? It's funny the way that, I think, like, Andre Arlovsky's a guy that, like, got knocked out, like, five fights in a row or something. He was, I mean, one by Anthony Johnson. Everyone's like, his chin's gone. Then he, then he fucking fights, like, five in a row and, and just walks through shots. It's, it's, it's weird. Is it, is, it, is it the way you're rolling with punches? Are you taking less damage in sparring? Is it a mental thing? Like, what is it? How is, someone, how is someone's chin, how does that work, Jake? Well, I mean, it could be definitely some psychology there, but I think uh, a lot of it's placement, man. Like, some people can't take a shot, you know, on a temple or depending on how the impact is. But, yeah, I, mean, I think if you if you give it some – take some time off and, and really uh, let your let your body heal, yeah. You can. Greg, have you ever punched in the face before? They reach it. Not, not since I was a kid. I'll tell you this. The only way my chin's coming back is if I cut out carbs for, like, nine months. <laughs> <laughs> which, that's the which only one way my chin's coming back. That's it. <laughs> yeah, several, which one you <laughs> By the way, we got to give a shout out to Vince Pichel. Our other co-host is fighting this Saturday night. Woo! He's the so main crazy. event on the prelims. Isn't that crazy? This that's just came awesome. out of nowhere, dude. He's fighting Jim Miller uh, this Saturday night. Uh, tough fight. Tough fight. Uh, Wait a minute, we're getting way ahead, though. I mean, we didn't even talk about the Bellator I, I know, but, 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 I know, of course, of course. But just so you know, the last podcast, Vince wanted to fight Wean Dog because yeah. Wean Dog jumped on his Twitch, promoted his Twitch, and then left the room, which yeah. I guess in Twitch is like the worst thing you can do. Yeah, well, I mean, literally, it's basically like saying the N word, like, like in like real Vince, life. Vince wanted to fuck him up, so Vince said if he wins, he's gonna call out Wean Dog from the Octagon. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, that would be the greatest. <laughs> Everybody would be like, what the fuck did this guy just say? Yeah, but at the same time, you'll finally get the promo you wanted for your Twitch channel. So Exactly, he's actually, dude. He's actually doing, if he doesn't, he's actually doing you the biggest favor in the world. Yeah, yeah I told Adam this would be great for my career. Yeah, no, he, he, he said he's going to do it. Uh, so other that fights, might, by the way, uh, Benil Dariush looked Fucking the guy. Great. Oh, never, man. Now, he got poked in the eyes twice in the fight, Don, right? He was really angry. By the way, every time someone pokes in the eyes, Joe Rogan or somebody says, they got to fix the gloves, the situation, what do they do? Like, what's, what's your solution, Don, to fixing the eye poking situation? You tell them that once, you know, you, once your hand leaves a certain degree, like 45 degree, or a 37 degree, it, it, your fist has to be closed. You know, no more open hand, uh, open hand strikes. That, that stuff doesn't go. And, uh, you know, I mean, once your elbow's, you know, straight or semi-straight, 
you know, past this point, then you've got to close your hand. And if it doesn't, well, then you lose a point. That's all there is to it. And you lose a couple points, you lose a couple fights, you'll start close to your damn hands. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a tough one. It, it is because I, I think a lot of times it's not intentional, but, I mean, it's not going to be an easy one to fix either because once, you know, people extend their arms, you know, even to defend, stuff like that, it opens up fingers. But, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think if, if you're extending your arm, you should have your, your hands closed. But it, it's, it's very uh, subjective. It's hard to really – Do you think you should have taken a point away from him when he did it the second time? I mean, it was like in the same round. It was like, like a half a minute later. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's two, you know, sometimes it's three strikes and you get a point, or I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. That's a tough one. I well, feel like that close together. I thought he should have taken a point away. I mean, yeah. come on, he just well, had him just done it. How many times are you allowed to knee somebody when they're down? Huh? Once. Right? Knee him in the head when they're. Well, what's interesting about this fight was that Vince it was that Benil got mad. And a lot of times when you lose your cool, you lose the fight. And that was like, yeah, yeah. Was the, but in this case, he became the Terminator. Uh, cool. He was he he lost his cool, but it, it worked out for him. Don, have you ever lost your cool in a fight? Ah uh, shit! <laughs> Don't think so. Don't think so. <laughs> you know, when, yeah. When I couldn't see the ring girl walk by, you know, I'm working watch her. What what about you, Jake? Uh, have I ever lost my cool? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, more so after the fight. Like if I, I, I lose my cool after the fight, or even in the locker room, whatever. Like you know, if you're not happy with the how you how you fought or whatever your 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 night, but. It's tough. It's it's a constant struggle, you know, to, to not get too emotional you know, in a fight. Uh, Don Fry Wilson, have you ever lost a call in a fight? Uh, no, man. I, you know, I, I got to admit, I, I'm, just, I'm enjoying myself too much. Oh, too much yeah, fun. Somebody took the, bat, took the bat away from the piñata. You got to get to the candy fast enough. <laughs> So, so Don Fry Wilson, how many girls do you get per week? I mean, I get, well, there's the woman that comes and changes my bandages. <laughs> and then there's the other one that <laughs> delivers my nine-fifths of Jack Daniels. <laughs> and, then, and then there's the one that I pay to, to, to clean my bottom. Oh, wow. That's, that sounds so at like least three women a week. <laughs> sounds like a fun week, man. Sounds like a fun week. Uh, so, uh, hey, who uh, told you about that third one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. God, uh, I mean, don't wipe his own ass. I got women lined up to wipe my ass for it. <laughs> uh, so, so another, another good fight was Mackie Patolo versus Darren Stewart. Happy Darren got the win because he's a guy who's always in tough fights. Um, he looked good too, man. But Hawaiians are so damn tough. What is it about Hawaiians that are just? Is it just the culture thing? Don, tell me about Hawaiian. What? How? Why are Hawaiians so tough? Uh, beats it all. I mean, must be all those coconuts that throw at each other. In, you know, <laughs> in the kindergarten. Wow. 
I was you gotta say, lift it's a with your legs. That's why they got them meaty legs. Uh, uh, Jake left. We've now walked the Zoom. All right. So, uh, all right. Now we're talking about. All right. So that was awesome. I had to Tim Means because Tim Means is a guy that the guy went to jail for drugs. Which I mean, man, how do you? How bad do you got to feel right now to be a guy who spent time in jail for drugs when like everything is like legal now? You know, Depends on the drugs. Yeah, what drug are we talking about here? I was going to say, weed, yes, coke. Well, that's still a pretty big crime. I think he was, really? Uh, Listen, I'm not saying I don't enjoy that crime. I'm saying it's still a crime. I think, but Jake, you, you just muted yourself. Uh, which, by the way, but he did, um, I, think he went for like, I think he went for like meth and coke and stuff. And he's had a, and you know what I like about him is that like he trains at this, there's like Albuquerque Jackson's gym. Then there's like this average Joe's gym that he trains at with all like the outcasts in Albuquerque, uh, which is where Tim Means trains. And I'm happy Tim Means won, man. He's a fucking, he's a good dude. And he also had the guy hurt, but didn't blow his wad. Cause a lot of times he has guys hurts and he just rushes in and he gets fucked up. Uh, has that ever happened with you, Don? You ever have a guy hurt and kind of rush to finish him and then you're like, and then either you get tired or you get caught. No, I'm I'm too busy you know, waving to the girls over on like, in the crowd. You know, hey, baby, you see that? <laughs> how many how many ring girls have you slept with in your life? Oh, geez, how many have there been? No, no, no. Has uh, it seems like a lot of time the culture has shifted where girls seem to like more feminine guys, more like kind of nerdy, you know, poet types. Has that affected oh, it. your... Yeah, that affected you're good, aren't you? Yeah. Look at that. It goes right to you. Now, has that, has that affected the way you pick up girls? Because it seems like you're like a, a Clint Eastwood guy. Like, you go up to girls and be like, hey, take a ride on this mustache and yada, yada, where now women might get kind of offended by that. No, I still hit him over the head of the club and drag him by the hair back to my yep. cave. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> Some things don't change, baby. <laughs> Listen, if it works, you stick with it. I get it. Old school. Uh, Jake, how many ring girls have you have you slept with? Adam, you know, you were talking about uh, <laughs> you were talking about the Benny fight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he missed because I had people asking me about the you know these betters about betting on fights. And he had missed weight. And typically, when people miss weight, you're kind of like, eh, you know, you're not sure how they're gonna look. It's a lot of a lot of times they come out, whatever, get tired. But uh, ring girls. Uh, what's that, ring girls? I, I forget about. That. <laughs> I, I go on. So okay, so he missed weight. Go on. Yeah, I don't. Um, no, he he may miss weight, but he, he he looked incredible. But uh, that was that was one of those things where it's like you know they usually don't come hand in hand. So no, are you kidding? Hey, hey. Like, all right, go on. Don? Jake, what happened to your boss house, partner? <laughs> he what can't the hell happened to your mustache? He can't grow uh, it. Yeah. He can't, he can't grow like it here or here. Yeah. Little, little great there. <laughs> oh, I have the same problem, Jake. Uh, uh, Don Fry uh, Wilson, have you ever been rejected by a girl? I don't get rejected by girls. 
girls get approved by me. <laughs> That's what happens. They don't reject. I reject them. That's what happens. Sometimes uh, how, I have a, I got a scale in my house, and they get on the scale. They don't weigh what I like. I'm talking about that. Uh, how old were you when you yeah, left? He, he only gets rejected by he only gets rejected by two-legged ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how old were you when you lost your virginity, Don Fry Wilson? Uh, I, I was about three months prior to being born. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's you were, you were... hot. I was, an, I was an embryo in there. And I was, there was this other embryo, and I just I, that fucked it. Wow. You, you got skills. You have skills. Uh, now, Kevin Holland, that fight. This dude is like a six foot three black dude that like is, I think the guy's a star. Uh, he was talking during the fight and he was saying things like, uh, hey, it's all about longevity in this career. And he was complimenting the guy while he was getting punched. He was in his head so bad. He got in his head really bad. And, and, and then the guy, the guy like hit him with like a, a nut shot or something. He goes, what? I just wanted to talk. <laughs> like, like this dude is fucking hilarious this kevin kevin holland guy uh this guy's got a huge future the other guy fought two fights in two weeks the guy who he fought an lfa fight the week before which i think that's too soon to come back i mean back to back that's kind of early no don yeah yeah you gotta take a little bit of time off Otherwise, it, it it burns you really fast. It's you know, it's like wrestling. We used to be able to wrestle, you know, five times in a night, you know, during the tournaments. And uh, shit, the the fight's a whole different sport. You know, it's a it's a whole different sport when you're when you're eating punches and you're you're eating knees and kicks. You know, so you you don't you don't recover that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what what, uh, Jake? What were your thoughts about Kevin Holland? I didn't. I didn't see that one. I he, was talking, that he was talking a lot of shit to the guy, and he got in the, the other guy's head. Has anybody oh, ever gotten? Has anybody ever gotten in your head while talking shit to you? Like during the fight? Oh, during the fight. During right. the fight, he was talking to him constantly. Yeah, that's that's an interesting approach. Um, yeah, I've had. I mean, I've had some. Good <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You're so focused. In, in, don't pay attention much, but no, I, I don't do it personally. I, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not talking to him during the fight. It's. Did, uh, did, my stuff. Don, did Ken Shamrock say anything to you during your fight? No, I was talking to shit to Mark Coleman during our first fight, but it didn't do me any good. What were you saying to him? <laughs> what were you saying to Mark Coleman? That's the answer. I said, shit, Mark, I thought you were tough. Is that as hard as you can hit? That <laughs> it? You know, I thought you were tough. Apparently, he proved, he proved it where he was. <laughs> <laughs> You said shit, Mark. I thought you were tough. Is that as hard as you could hit to a yeah. fucking to a guy that's like was an Olympian wrestler who was allegedly jacked out of his mind, who undefeated superstar at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't very smart on my part at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, and then in uh, Justin James, who took the fight a uh, uh, short notice. I was rooting for him. He had the guy in a uh, uh, arm triangle. The guy's pants fell off. Yeah. Uh, uh, you could see his total shorts, uh, his camo boxer shorts. But I think that it, it helped him get out for some reason. 
It seemed like he, uh, his pants helped him escape the... Well, he was doing a weird wiggle move to get his legs free. I mean, that's, that's what caused the pants to come off. If he was like, you know, like, like Aquamaning it or something. It was pretty weird. Don, but it worked. Even, it got him out. Don, did you even wear a cup underneath your Speedo or no? Well, I tell you what, if somebody pulled their pants off during a fight, I'd get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get away from her. <laughs> You know what? I don't want to win that bad, partner. It's all yours. <laughs> Greg, are you crying? Oh, that's uh, I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's talk about the, the Bellator fights that went on. Uh, Michael Chandler knocked out oh. uh, Ben Henderson. Man, Henderson was looking great up until that point. He was winning the fight. That was the best Henderson we I've seen in a while, and he just yeah. got fucking clipped, and uh, it was over. It was over quick. Um, I was gonna say, I mean, how long are you talking about? I mean, the fight lasted what, like a minute and a half? Like I, he was, he was doing pretty well for himself. <laughs> I was like, uh, man, <laughs> this is, you're really giving him a lot of credit for surviving a minute and a half. Come on, hey, he was looking, <laughs> he was looking pretty good. Uh, Man, I mean, how frustrating is that when, when you're a great, Jake, you ever have that fight like that? You're, you're up, you're up, you're up, and then you just get rocked? Oh, uh, plenty. Plenty of fights where I've been winning and, and end up getting caught or something. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's frustrating. It's hard, it's, hard to, you know, it's hard to get in a rhythm. That's why if you're not a fast starter, you got to, like, start – you got to, you know, get, get a harder warm-up and, and start a little quicker than normal because it's harder to get in that rhythm, you know. All I could think was that, you know, uh, sometimes somebody has your number, you know, there's just somebody that has your number. It happens in all sports. It happens every, and I feel like that's all Benson Henderson could be thinking about was like, this motherfucker has my number. Yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. Uh, Don, did you even have warm up for your fights or no? <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely warmed up. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta go to the bar. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you went to the bar and then took a shit and then went and fought somebody. Yeah, I smoked a cigar, yeah, on the way out to the You smoked a cigar. Get to go. Wow. If you think about it, that is how most fights start. So (laughs) absolutely. Uh, uh, Jake, did you break a sweat for during your warm up, or do you like to be kind of dry? Oh no, yeah, yeah I, 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 I gotta break a sweat. Sometimes yeah. I, would, you know, and, and like Robbie, man, Robbie, he's one of those guys. He doesn't like to typically warm up, and uh, yeah, I mean, for me, like I, I like to be, I like to make, make myself really get a good sweating because it's you know I'm typically a slow starter, so some guys can just flip the switch and just start fighting, but I gotta get warmed up, man. Well, somebody, uh, somebody who's just joining us now, who uh, who was warmed up, went to Vegas, made weight, and then got COVID, and had to drive back to Missouri from Vegas is Gerald Mearshart, uh, amazing fighter, uh, one of the a guy who was on a who's he's a awesome awesome fighter, looked look like a banker, uh, so, you know, a guy that you wouldn't think, a guy that you you look at him, you're like this guy's going to Comic Con. But he's a fucking beast uh, in, <laughs> in the octagon. How are you, man? Are you talking to me? 
Yeah. Uh, how's it going? I literally, <laughs> I'm good. I literally just got cut in on the audio as you were saying that. So that was oh, perfect. I was time. saying that you're a great fighter. Uh, and But what happened? You got to Vegas. They took a test. You found out you, you had COVID? Yeah, that, that was pretty much it. And it was the most surprising thing about all that is how many people reached out to me and were like, are you sure you had it? Like, yeah, I just fucking magically tested positive twice of my own volition. That's definitely what happened. Uh, so now, did you know you drove to Vegas from Missouri? From Missouri? I mean, are, are, I mean, I mean, from uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I drove back to Wisconsin. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, because you, you didn't want to fly with COVID. Right. 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 Okay. How did How did you get a car? Uh, the UFC set all that up. So they gave me a car. They said, "Don't go near anybody. You know, drive home. Be wow. safe." Now you. <laughs> wow. Took- now you're supposed to fight on, on like what two weeks later? Now you're supposed to fight Ed Herman. Right. Uh, how was your training camp for that fight? Uh, I wasn't much of a camp per se. I think, like you said, it was like two or three weeks notice, something like that. And uh, yeah, I, luckily for me, I'm usually just training year round anyway, so I was already in shape. So I, you know, I felt good. I was ready to go. Didn't really have to cut weight because it was at 205, but um, kind of came to a halt when uh, I got the test back. Wow. And by the way, you're here with Jake Ellenberger and Don Fry, uh, Greg Wilson, uh, Ween Dog, we're here. Man, uh, now, now when I texted you, are you okay? You said you didn't experience any symptoms. You feel totally fine. Yeah, I had, a, I had like a stuffy nose for two days, but outside of that, I, nothing, no fever, no aches, no pains, you know, which is crazy because – I had, a, I had a couple people reach out to me and say that they had similar situations where they're like, oh, it wasn't a big deal for me. I didn't really experience any symptoms. And then I had a bunch of people reach out and said, man, are you going to be all right? Or, you know, be careful because they had heard about other athletes getting it and they were like in the hospital and bedridden. So it's a weird thing because so many people have so many different experiences. But for me, luckily, I, I was fine. Do you think you uh, it that is luck? Yeah. What's that? You think it would have affected your, your uh, performance? I would have fought that night. I mean, obviously, I don't want to give it to anybody, but if they, if there was, would have been a way that they could have let us fight, and like, you know, if we had a cure or something to take right after, if they could have guaranteed some way that I wouldn't have given it to someone else, I would have fought that night, and I'm sure I would. Have Maybe we should have like a COVID league. We're just <laughs> yeah. a quarantine league. Yeah. <laughs> just have like you, just you fight, can be like you just fight whoever <laughs> tests out, regardless of weight division. <laughs> I'm with that. Have a couple on standby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could be like the COVID champion and then the versus the regular champion, you know. Uh, That's fucking crazy. Uh, Now, Don, now that he has COVID, do you believe this is real? Believe what's real. All right, forget it. Okay. (laughs) Don is absolutely thrilled to be on this podcast right now. (laughs) Don doesn't even know he's on this podcast right now. So now, now, how long What's are you? Gonna, now, <laughs> you think he's talking to Ariel Hawani? Now, how long are you going to rest up for? I, I mean, I I got stuff at my house. I've been working out already. I, you know, we actually we I don't know if they said anything, but we rescheduled the fight, or at least re- agreed to reschedule the fight. So I'm expecting to fight in the near future. So I've still been working out and doing everything like that. All right. Well, listen, we got rid of Jake. Don Fry, Wilson, and Mearshart, because they were just, they're annoying me for a second. They took a break. But yes, it's me and you, Ween Dog, and I got some yeah. good news. Want to hear what's good news? Yes. All right. The hits literally keep on coming.
from one MMA event to the next. I, I can't get enough. I love it, okay? And they grow in excitement and anticipation. But guess what? UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. It's going to be awesome. I mean, I've been, I think this is the best event of the whole year. I honestly yeah, yeah. do. I agree. And there is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. I could use a million bucks. I mean, yeah, seriously. Listen, people, if you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA, really easy. Even Wean Dog can do it, all right? Yeah. Just pick six fighters, stay underneath the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. But if MMA is not your thing, which I don't know why it wouldn't be, but if it's not for you, okay, don't worry. I know some people don't like it, all right? Or if that's not their thing, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that return to action, all the sports. Plus, new this year, DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football. And if you're not familiar with best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. Okay, check out the best ball contest. Now, here's your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's 252 UFC 252 contest. That's promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, guys, come back. You're fighting Ed Herman, reckon tough, tough dude, uh, great fighter. Jake, any advice for uh, Mearshart when he fights Ed Herman? Jake Ellenberger, are you still living? <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Zoom. What was that? Uh, my, my audio's kind of been cutting out. Sorry. What, what was did, you, did you get COVID too just now? No. Uh, no. Uh, so no. when he fights Ed Herman, have you ever trained with Ed Herman? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's give Gerald some tips on how to beat him. So what should what should Gerald do? Actually, well, when uh, when when did you train? When you when are you planning to fight again? Uh, I believe uh, September. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I got a sucker for overhand right. He's a sucker for overhand right? All right, Don Fry knows. Sucker yeah. for overhand right. Uh, now, now Mirshot, by the way, your, your, your one fight, the last fight you had against Darren Wynn, the fight before your last fight, the last fight didn't go that well. Uh, no. You kind of got caught uh, quick. Uh, was, that, was that the guy just hit harder than you thought it was going to be? Did you not see the punch? What, what do you think uh, could have went better there? I made a, a bad read. Uh, you know, I kind of zigged when I should have zagged. I was, like, way too worried about defending the takedown when really, you know, I just wanted to get to his neck a little bit quicker, but he faked the takedown through a nice overhand and just caught me in the right spot. And I just, you know, uh, misread it, and I fell for the fake hook, line, and sinker, and that was the one time that I paid for it. Got it, got it. Okay, all right. Well, with it, hey, we learn from our mistakes. I mean, you've had 70 fights. Okay, so it's okay. Uh, but your fight against Darren Wynn, I was there, was such an amazing fight. Because they were hyping this guy. This guy is the next big thing. And he was kicking your butt for two rounds. But I'm like, no, man, 
Daryl's going to get him. Daryl's going to get him. And you fuck, you got him. Third round, you came back. I mean, that was, that was, ins- was that one of your best fights, you think? Uh, it was a good fight. It was a fun fight. I don't understand why everyone thinks I'm losing all the time. Cause even in that fight, like I lost the first round, but the second round, it was when I started hurting him to the body and I had him running away from me. Like, why is it every time, even when I'm doing well, they're like, ah, ah, slow white guy, he's getting the shit kicked out of him after I land like six punches. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Maybe because you're like rocked around the octagon and like stumbling and stuff and like about. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I I I didn't think you were losing. I thought it might have been even. It was even. You you were kicking his ass. I, I take it back. Everything. Yeah. That's All right. Great. So you were kicking Way to his ass. Pedal. Yeah, yeah. But that was a that was an awesome fight. Uh, and then when you hurt him, I'm like, no, don't go to the ground. And you just choked him out quickly. Uh, so that was that was pretty awesome too. Adam, really quick, who do you think won when uh, AJ Agazam and Chris Lincioni fought in Bellator? Did you watch the fight? Yeah, I watched that fight. Who did you I, think won? Like, how did the, I, how did I, you... thought, I thought Chris won that fight. Yeah, well, I, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I was, it was – the first couple rounds were close. The second round was – the first yeah. round was really – uh, What does that have to do with Mearshart? We got fucking – we got Mearshart here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I, was, I was getting your expert in uh, – <laughs> You're a fucking – This is the weirdest that, podcast. That's a question from last week. Uh, what's your question, Don? It finally registered. Oh, oh, thanks. Uh, so yeah, no, okay. So you're fighting now. Now, why are you going up two hundred five? Is that because you don't want to cut weight? No, they just offered me a. Well, what was supposed to be a quick last minute fight? They just said, "Hey, you want to fight Ed Herman at two hundred five? I was like, "Shit, yeah, I'll fight Ed Herman at two hundred five. That's fine with me." So he's really, you know, he's really an eighty five who doesn't want to cut weight anymore, and I get it. It sucks. He's getting older. He's fought, you know pretty much as much as I have, which is weird because he's usually I'm the veteran. He's been in the UFC longer than I've been fighting. So for me, this is really weird role reversal where he's actually been in the game way longer than I have. Right. Right. Did you, did you drive home by yourself? Yes, I did. Oh my God. And you weren't worried about driving home with COVID and possibly like fucking having a, like getting sick. Uh, I tried not to think about it because if it was going to happen, there wasn't much I could do about it. But, uh, you know, the drive was nice for the first half of it. Utah was really nice. Colorado was nice. And then I got to Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Jake's from. <laughs> what, what, what was wrong with Nebraska? Driving through Nebraska is the worst. It's, it is, yeah. It is painful. There's nothing to see. It's flat. There's nothing to see. It's at least Colorado. You got mountains. Utah. Yeah. <laughs> You see a thousand miles of cornfields. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Cornfield. Uh, no, 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 Gerald. Um, now are you, you're uh, married, right? I am. What did your wife say? You know, like your kids? Were they were they worried about getting COVID? Oh, I don't have kids yet. Uh, but my well, my wife's in uh, was she medical device sales, so she's in hospitals a lot anyway. So it kind of sucks because now she's staying with her sister right now. We got to stay separated because even, you know, even if I had got a negative test immediately after that, uh, her job requires that she stays away from me for at least 10 days, if not two weeks. So I recently got tested again. Hopefully it comes back negative because I feel fine. I've been working out and stuff. And if it doesn't, this is going to be a really big pain in the ass. And I got to wait another week to take another test. So we'll see what happens. You haven't seen seen your wife in like 10 days? Yeah, well, I've seen her, like, outside the house, and we'll, like, you know, talk to each other properly socially distanced and with masks on and stuff, but, like, we haven't been in the same room or anything for 10 days. 
Can you give me? Can you get me COVID? Oh, time is time for <laughs> How do I get COVID? That sounds awesome. Ten days with that fucking relaxing. Jake, you want COVID too or no? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, man, all right. So you're alone. You're just masturbating, hanging out in the house. Angrily all day. Angrily jerking off. Fuck, man. Don, any advice? For no, it's guy? always it comes back to that. It always comes back to masturbation, jacking off with you. Every time, circles around that. Now, uh, Mirashard, have you ever met Don Fry? I haven't. Uh, fun fact, I got a cousin who's really, really nerdy, and the one connection we have between MMA and him is he's really into Godzilla, and I never knew this, but Don Fry was in a Godzilla movie. What? So he told me a story about how Don Fry was at, you know, he would call into some Godzilla convention and make fun of all the little nerds there, and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Don, is, is this true? What, what do you say to those nerds? Oh, man, how much I respect them, I appreciate their money, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I supposed to remember what I say to people. I don't even remember what I say to you. Of course, that's true, that's true. All right, so, uh, so MMA news. Uh, we're, you're we're one of my favorite people in the world. So, uh, you're, thank you, I appreciate it. You're one of my favorite. So, Jeff Neal uh, almost died. He's out of his – which sucks because this dude was like just knocked out Mike Perry. This guy's on a roll. I mean, he's been killing people. He was supposed to fight Neil Magny. Uh, he's out of that fight. Now Neil Magny is fighting Robbie Lawler, uh, which is a good fight. But I was kind of looking forward to the Jeff Neal fight because Lawler has not looked the same uh, in a while. Um, who do we like in that fight? I, it's kind of like you said. It depends on which Robbie Lawler shows up because yeah. – I yep. mean, when that last one, when he fought, uh, was it Covington? Yeah. He, like, threw two punches the whole fight, and it was like, dude, just it touch was, him once. That's yeah. all you got to do. So, hopefully, old Robbie comes back, and he's slaying some hands. But uh, I would think if Magny's going to have a shot, he's just got to backpack him and jump on him as soon as he can. Yeah, but who's, uh, who's the middle Robbie Lawler except for, like, uh, like uh, Maya? Did Maya? Someone's yeah. the middle, right? Was it Maya? Uh, Don, are you okay? Do you have a stroke? Everything all right? Don? No, I'm plugging my phone. is done. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Zaire, uh, Zabit, supposed to fight Zaire. Uh, Zaire got hurt. Um, uh, Zabit says that he has no balls. Zaire <laughs> said, you will get a good taste of my big Mexican balls soon enough. Um, Love that fight. I want to watch it. I think Zabit wins, though. Uh, I, I agree. I think... Zabit's a little seems a little more uh, mature, I think, as a, just as mature as a fighter. Zay, still he's still a young man. He's a young kid, but he's he's talented. But I would give the edge to Zabit just from experience and being a little more mature. Uh, Gerald, I agree with that. I think they're very similar, but where Yair does a lot of stuff just for the flash, Zabit throws a lot of stuff and it still actually hits you. So like all the spinning, jumping moves even if they don't, like, crack you the, the hardest, he's going to make contact on everything. And he can actually wrestle a little bit, which I think is going to go a long way in that one. Daryl, what was your background, by the way? Did you do oh, wrestle in high school? or? No, I was in jazz band. You were in j jam band? Jazz band. You were jam in jazz band. band. <laughs> 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 
Wait, wait. So when did you start training? Uh, as soon as I was done with high school. <laughs> wow. So you had no combat sports experience. Nope. I mean, I so the same time I was in jazz band, I did you know for most of my life, I grew up on a horse farm, so I did a lot of physical activity. Like I wasn't a weak person, but I didn't like fight people. So that's, that's hard. Weird. That's amazing. Hard work. The fact that you're like ranked in the UFC right now. Uh, and also the fact that you told me you sparred 500 rounds of Ben Askren and won one of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe two or three, but at least one for sure. That, that, that made me uh, – now Ben Askren said he might come back. He's considering coming back, but there have to be under the right conditions. And I said the conditions are no striking. Um, <laughs> now, now, do you think Askren can come back? Uh, it'd be a while if he did. He's still got to get hip surgery. And, like, I don't, like, obviously I know the guy, but if you see him walk, like, it affects his gait even. It's not like, you know, he could probably still fight if he threw together a training camp and decided he wanted to do it. But I would think as competitive as a person as he is, he would want to do it the right way. So he's going to have to get that surgery taken care of first and then heal up after a while. And, you know, they'll, he'll go back to talking all his shit and make a boatload of money for, for a send-off fight. But it'd be a uh, – uh, I don't think it's a hundred percent out of the question, but I would say like eighty-five percent he probably won't come back. Now, my thoughts with Ben was always that Ben Askren that came out of Bellator that just ran through everybody would have went to the UFC and become champion. People are like, "Yeah, right. Look how he did." Blah 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 blah. Um, now you trained with him then, and you trained with him before the Damian Maya fight when he kind of did his own camp. He was bringing guys to him. He was having Biggie Mike Rhodes, who I love. <laughs> But he had Biggie Mike Rhodes be his Masvidal, which I, you know, it's just a, it's a hard it's a hard sell right there. Um, do you see the difference between how good Askren was and you're like kind of where he was before his fight? Could you could you can you back up my claims that he would have been champion had he went after Bellator? Uh, I think as far as momentum, it, it probably would have been a little bit better going straight from Bellator to the UFC. Uh, not even so much the the training and stuff more uh more like again he would have been coming from a very competitive bellator and like fighting guys like douglas lima and stuff in that uh koreshkov into a, another deep talent pool as opposed to going to one fc and like if we're being honest just the guys he fought not saying one fc doesn't have tough fighters but the guys he fought he had kind of a break as far as competition where he kind of phoned it in and then when he came back to the ufc he did like bring in a lot of guys for his camps and stuff but, you know, I was there for a lot of the training, and he, he put in a lot of work. It was still just as tough, if not even tougher, because, you know, he had a, an agenda he was pushing himself towards. But uh, I think, again, momentum-wise, if you don't have that lull in hard competition, it's easier to keep riding that wave than to reignite it after you kind of already had it in your head that you're retired and you had, you know, so much easier competition. And then, again, we were just talking about him. He went straight from 1FC and being retired to fighting Robbie Lawler when Robbie Lawler was still trying to like murder people, which is a huge jump in competition. Right. Sure. What's up, Joe? Good news. Up. Sports keys coming back. And so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will finally start the summer this weekend. And it is in full swing. And there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds futures and props for you to bet on and as sports starts to return bet online has sat down with eddie george from the nfl I, that guy was awesome right they sat down with robert horry 
who's a seven-time NBA champion, and Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball. I just have his baseball card. And to get wow. their opinions on what it would be like playing without fans and what they have called pandemic, visit betonline.ag today and check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. My, my other question, Gerald, and I know you don't want to talk about this, but I don't care. Uh, so um, CM Punk, right? Before his first fight, I texted one of his training partners. I said, how's he going to do? The person next to me back I said, not good, right? That was like, I've never had anybody be that honest. Did you have a feeling it wasn't going to go well for him? For which fight? For Mickey Gall? Yeah. I, I figured if they went to the ground, it probably wouldn't go that well. But it's like, because, you know, Mickey Gall is like a brown belt or something at the time. You yeah, can't yeah. just magically make up for jujitsu. But I I was pretty honest in the sense I was like, look, the guy's been training. He's not that he's not tough. I think if he got in there and made it like a, you know, a hockey style fight, grabbed and started slinging hands, he's got as good a chance as anybody. But, you know, as far as the ground – and there's plenty of other guys, too, that are like that where they're not that good at the ground, and you know if they go down, they're probably, you know, not going to do that well. But that's just one of those things which you're, you know, it's like – I mean, Don Fry went into K-1 and never threw a kick before, he said. I mean, literally never threw a kick. Uh, that's, that's a little bit different, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, let's talk about the fight coming up. I don't know what he said, but it was still fun. Hey, let me tell you something. Sure. Let me tell you something. I, right. I, I talked shit about Punk before his fight, but I give the guy mad respect for walking away from, uh, you know, the job and the contract he had with WWE to give it a shot, you know? And uh, it didn't work for him, but, you know, he took a chance. And, you know, 99% of the people on this planet, they won't take a chance at anything. You know, and he gave up a great career to take a take a chance on a very you know uh, volatile opportunity, and uh, it didn't work for him. But you know, he took it. So no, one thousand percent, Don. That, I, I, I give I give him all the credit in the world. I just wonder if his training partners or his coaches should have took him aside and said, "Listen, man, like I love you, I, I respect you, but this is too much." You know, like, this is, you know, you're going to get fucking killed out here. Well, the thing is, the happy medium between telling somebody the truth and telling them that they can walk on water. Because you want people to think that they can walk on water before a fight, you know? Because if you put one seed of doubt into their mind, you, you know, it, it'll, eat, it'll eat them away. Jake, have you ever told anybody, like, this is not for you? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I, more so like the younger kids. I'd say people who don't really take training. Like I, I've had plenty of guys in the gym or kids training that you got to be honest with because they just don't. They don't have a, rea a reality perspective on fighting. But uh, I mean, I would agree. It's it's one of those things. Like you want to yeah. want to keep them confident, and and it's one thing. Like with with uh, CM Punk's case, is like man, it's really hard to make up for time you know when you got you know how many years mickey gall had been doing jujitsu it's like it's, it's hard to make up time like that but uh you can get somebody in shape you can get somebody to throw hands but you know that time is is one of those things you can't get back right right so this week this saturday night i can't wait for these fights 
So we got Stipe versus DC. Stipe is looking ripped. I mean, this is not the steep, the fat, the chubby Stipe. He looks, <laughs> I, I think quarantine has worked two ways for people. Either they become monsters or they become drug addicts. Uh, and, uh, and they just fell off the planet. Uh, other, other people are like, fuck it. And it seems like Stipe is taking this really serious and really wants this fight. Um, I, I, I think he wins this fight. I, I, I like DC. I just think Stipe is coming in, just going to learn from his mistakes, figure out what to do. Um, he's going to have to avoid DC's wrestling, but he, he looks really focused. Uh, Mearshart. Uh, I got Stipe just by a hair, and I think it's because he's more likely to stick to his game plan, and DC is more likely to not stick to wrestling as much as he should. Because I think if DC just went out there <clears> – <throat> close the gap, grabbed a hold of him, he could hold him down and beat him up for five rounds if he wanted to. I just don't see him sticking to that. Don? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, How old is Steve now anyways? Uh, Wean Dog? Uh, How old is Steve He's 37. He's 37. Huh? 37. 37. So you think um, back, back, you know what, 30, 40 years ago, I think it's 40 years ago when uh, Ali was fighting and he was 30 years old, you know, they called it the geezers and seizures, you know, but now <laughs> fighters, MMA fighters don't hit their stride until they're, you know, in the middle 30s, especially, especially heavyweights, you know, and uh, finally, I think, I think their brain catches up with, with their, their body, you know, and uh, you become mentally, mentally attuned to it, and uh, your body settled down and your brain is settled into position to, to fight. Whereas, you know, when you're young, you just want to go charge, 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 and not think about it, you know. But, and, but yeah, uh, Cormier is going to lose unless he wrestles. He got to stick with what got him to the, to the game. Jake? Yeah, I, I, I think a couple things. So I think, I think Cormier has more ways to win. Um, I kind of agree, agree with Mearshark, though. I don't think he's going to be as, as uh, disciplined to stick with his game plan. Um, but, you know, even, I, I, you can even go back to Askren. I think, I think Cormier and Askren are probably two of the best wrestlers in the sport. Um, now, does Cormier, Cormier doesn't seem to wrestle that much. I mean, if, if, he, if he does choose to – to control control him and and uh, stay disciplined on a straight, he, he certainly can win that fight. But uh, I I'm I'm gonna go with Stipe. You think wrestlers don't want to wrestle because they know how tiring it is and how easy it is to just knock someone out? Uh, no, I they just fall in love with striking. To be honest, uh, I mean Don, you were a great wrestler. You were a college wrestler, and I don't think you wrestled one bit your last <laughs> seven fights. <laughs> how come? I was I was an average college wrestler. No, thing is, wrestlers are egotistical, you know. So uh, they want to they want to beat people at their game, you know, rather, rather than sticking with their their sport, you know. And um, the late Jeff Blatnick broke it to me. He says, "Well, if you don't allow them to fight their style, aren't you beating them at their style?" Well, yeah. If you prevent them from going into it, yeah. Now, Gerald, how come you never did jazz hands as your gimmick? That would have been fucking huge. 
If you would have went in there and you would have done jazz hands, like Gerald jazz hands Mearshart, you'd be number one fighter in the world. Yeah, I don't think anyone does jazz hands anymore. I think you're dating yourself with that one, kind of. <laughs> That's... You don't think that would have been huge for you? No, I think they would have been like, why the fuck is he waving his hands like he's in a parade? <laughs> oh, but that could have been your like your 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 nickname, like Gerald. Okay, when you have to explain what you're doing, <laughs> that kind of loses. It's like trying to tell a joke to someone and then explaining why the joke is funny. That's it doesn't my really work career, out. Career actually. All right, so uh, next fight, uh, Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera. I'm actually kind of surprised Ooh. that the UFC is throwing O'Malley into this deep water so quickly because they know they got a star. They got a guy who's like. He came up with his own clothing brand this week. He's making, like, millions of dollars. So if you don't know O'Malley, um, Don, he's this guy who looks like Screech and Conor McGregor had a baby. He's got this, like, basically just, like, afro, different colors. He's got tats. He's skinny. But he's got amazing striking and comes from all angles. Hands are down, undefeated, pothead, just, like, everything that, like – and, and he's flashy as fuck, and, and it works for him. So far, so far, but they haven't put him up against a real contender yet. And now they're putting him up, I mean, they put him up against his last fight. Uh, uh, he, he knocked out, what's his name, who's a great fighter, but he's a little older. Uh, the fighter, Wineland. who did he beat? Eddie Wineland? Yeah, Eddie Wineland. Eddie Wineland's a little, a little long of the tooth, as uh, they say. Um, but this guy, Marin Vera, Vera, who has won five out of six, never been finished, uh kids Dude, that's a fight. hungry was, from ecuador came from nothing who wins this fight mirshard talk to me COVID. Nah, i think uh i think cheeto gets in his face and is like just too tough for him i think he'll rough him up a little bit and end up taking him down if he's if he's smart about it because you know o'malley's good at the the mental side i don't know if he like sets out to be or not but he like cares like just little enough and will talk just enough shit that he'll draw people into trying to knock him out which is what he wants but i think cheeto gets in his face and like engages in a lot of clinching stuff and gets him to the mat well mally's good on the ground he knows english he trains out of california he, tra he trains with oyama out of california but o'malley tapped takanori gomi in a submission match I mean, he's pretty good on the ground. He's no slouch on the ground. Um, so if it goes to the ground, I'm not even sure that Vera has the advantage. When's the last time Takanori Gomi did jiu-jitsu? Like 2003? <laughs> Listen, doesn't matter, okay? I, I look smart with that fact. Uh, Ellenberger, um, uh, who, who, who is this fight? You know, I actually – I like this fight a lot for, for a couple of reasons, but – Cheeto, yeah, Cheeto's, he's tough. I, I've trained with him before. Um, he's pretty well-rounded, but uh, I, and I think he's pissed. He's really pissed from the last fight. I mean, he thought he had the, he had won the fight. Um, he's coming out, you know, he's coming off a loss, but you know, I, th I think he's come back with fire. So it's it's a fun fight. Um, although I was I was impressed with the Sean O'Malley because people like to criticize, you know, people like to hate people that are in the spotlight and push a little bit. But he he was impressive though. Um, his striking was impressive. Um, I'm gonna. I'm leaning towards Cheeto. I think that if he can stay in his face um, and do what he does, he's a he's an underrated striker in my mind. Don Fry, who wins this fight? Well, hell, I'll go with the little Mick. You know, Sean O'Malley. <laughs> you know, the little Mick. 
Nick? <laughs> uh, uh, Wean Dog, who, who wins this fight? Um, I'm slightly favoring Marlon Vera, even though he's like a plus two-something underdog right now, which I think is a great bet to make. If you're going to put some money on a fighter, I think Marlon is your guy. I'm just worried that Sean's range, Sean O'Malley's uh, range is going to be too much for Marlon. So I do agree with uh, Jake that he got to get, he has to get up in there and, you know, wrestle him, grind him on the fence, whatever. But I think Marlon can get it done, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sean O'Malley does some crazy Conor McGregor-esque knockout TKO, something like that. I would not be surprised, but I'm picking out Marlon. Jake is about to go place a bet, by the way. You said that uh, Jake has to go fucking bet. Uh, I mean, th- those are some good odds on, on Vera. Now, by the way, uh, Mirashar, the couple fights you had, I thought you won. They didn't give it to you. Uh, now, what, now, I'm sure you, everyone that texted you, your fans, your, your, your coaches, told you you won the fight. Do you still consider it a loss, even though you think you won? I mean, it's on my record as a loss. It doesn't matter what I think. You know, it's kind of – it's frustrating to look at uh well i'm kind of over it now but it's frustrating at the time to look back and be like man i should only you know have a couple losses in the ufc and now my record's like almost even so like that that kind of sucks but can't really bitch and moan about it you know my job's to go in there and finish fights and i didn't finish it so that's on me for one and two i still got an opportunity to fight a guy that was in the top 15 and I kind of, you know, royally fucked that up myself. So I don't really have anyone to blame. It's, you know, I still got a big opportunity and I did, I came up short that time. So I just got to dust myself off and get back in there and try to make something happen. That's why you are who you are. Okay. Cause a lot of guys would be like, well, you're eight and three. I'm 10 and oh, uh, like they don't even <laughs> consider it fucking uh, losses. Uh, Junior Dos Santos, who looks like a 145 pounder right now. He's fucking ripped. I, I mean, I don't know if this is good or bad. A lot of times, guys get ripped and they have their worst performance. Johnny Hendricks was shredded for one of his fights and like got like murked. Uh, versus like sometimes the guys that they look better fat and they do better fat. Uh, not that JDS was ever fat, but he he got a little chubby. He's right. fighting Rosenstruck, who's coming off uh, a quick knockout that he suffered to uh Nganu, which anybody Nganu sneezes he knocks people out but i don't know about this one uh because both i don't know who wins this fight i mean first time you got knocked out don fry how hard was it for you to come back wow geez like i said i you know i i i lost uh, lost uh what five fights in the boxing ring, you know, and then I took ten years off, so it took a while. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, your Wi-Fi still hasn't recovered. Uh, 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 Mir Sharp, who, 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 who do we like in this fight? We like Dos Santos or Rosenstruck? Uh, I, man, I don't really know. I guess Rosenstruck has been a little more consistent, and uh, JDS isn't just going to try and run him over. I think Rosenstrick maybe is a little rangier than JDS, but for me, that one's a pick because, like you said, dude's coming off a knockout loss. Um, but, again, JDS is like – he's kind of back and forth lately, so I have no freaking idea. Don Fry? Who's <laughs> JDS fighting again? Okay, so this guy Rosenstrick, <laughs> the guy, this guy was undefeated, and he fought in Ganu. And he got knocked out by Ngannou. But before that, he was the guy that beat Overeem. He knocked out Overeem in, like, the fifth round, but he was losing. I think he's from Cameroon, right? Or is he from – I know I'm going to get the wrong country. And then Tsunami. Tsunami. Paramaribo. Right? 
tsunami. He, yeah. he comes from there. Uh, he, the guy looks like a, 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 I mean, he looks like a fucking monster. Uh, who do we like in this fight? Well, uh, then then we go back to the age. How old is he and how, how old is JDS, you know? JDS is older. I mean, He's Junior, older. Junior, yeah, Junior a mile, I mean, by a decade. I mean, JD's yeah, yeah. got some, uh, I guess, some years. Right, right, right. Uh, All right. He's, he's got some. Uh, uh, Jake. So I'd have to go with the with uh, go with the Cameroon. <laughs> Jake. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards uh, Rosenstruck because, I mean, JDS has been you know a little bit up and down, but I mean at this weight, one shot can really finish a fight. But so I'm kind of leaning towards it's. I'm not confident. And I'm kind of leaning towards him, but it's a fun fight to watch. We'll see. Okay, and uh, before we uh, before we sign off. So uh, I'm gonna need you to share the screen. So there's this girl in Bellator. Uh, her name is Valerie Laredo, and she's a very attractive. Oh, yeah. Girl. I mean, she's got a, a very yeah. beautiful features. This and that. Now she now she's two and zero. I guess she was a, a Taekwondo champion, and she's always posting these videos of her shaking her ass and grinding and all this stuff and kind of you know. And other fighters are getting mad about it. There was a one fighter that was like, come on, we're, we're trying to, you know, people take us serious and this is what you're doing. And she's coming back at them. And I think Luke Rockhold tried to DM her at one point. And then uh, uh, Masvidal was like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, she's a Cuban girl. So she won in Bellator last week. Now she beat a girl that was one and one. The girl did not seem like she was very good. Uh, after she won, she then screamed at her started twerking, did some sexy dance, and then, th and then thank Jesus. Uh, then in the, uh, in, in afterwards, she, she says things like, this is what she says in uh, the post-fight post thing, basically saying she's going to be a champion, she's a world-class this, that. And then she said that Masvidal and her friends, he couldn't get it done, but she got it done. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I know she, was, she didn't mean it that way, but Masvidal fought Usman. Okay, on a week notice uh, in Fight Island, she fought a girl that was one and one, uh, who who was coming off a loss. Joe, can we show her celebration? Because I want to get Don Fry's opinion of this. Because <laughs> on there, on some level, uh, I think this is good for the sport. She's bringing attention to herself. She's 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 doing her thing. On another level, uh, th th this was her last celebration. Uh, the one from uh, uh, put the one. I think, oh no, this is, uh, oh, oh, this is it. This is from this past weekend. All right, was this before the fight or after the fight? This, this is after, after they uh, did the decision or the- oh, No, no, but, well, but the one, okay, she looks kind of normal here. But the one where she- back she, up. Okay, okay, here, oh yeah, here it is. Okay, so, all right, go on. Uh, all right, a little before this, so, before she starts doing this. She screams in the girl's face. Okay, okay, so she lands well, This is a right. knockout. Okay, it was a good knockout. It was, a, I mean, well, first I of think. all, stop this. The whole fight she was running. They called her like Machida. She was avoiding, not running, but avoiding. It wasn't the most incredible fight you've ever seen. But okay, all right, Joe, can you show the knockout? Yeah, all right, let's see the overhand right. All right. Ooh. Great overhand right. Uh, good ground and pound. Yeah. Okay. And that was nice. That was nice. All right, but then let's, uh, let's see the, uh, but then she screams in the girl's face afterwards. Right, so after, after, the, after the ref gets her off, right? Uh, just keep it playing, Joe. Okay. All right, so the ref gets her off. By the way, how, the, how did that ref eat soup? 
Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't see her screaming in her face. Oh, she did. She screamed. Oh, yeah, okay. keep, uh, keep going. Press play. Keep it going. A little more. I saw it for a sec. So... Oh right, man! Uh, <laughs> this is getting. Uh, over uh, oh, right here, right here. It's coming right here. Boom! All right, so she's upset. This girl, but she's a girl that okay. She, the, the other girl was better. Uh, this is the, the only part that I really was like a little bit like. Uh, yeah, what's the problem here? Hold on. Hold on. Press. Where's the screaming? All right, we gotta get more uh, better at this. All right, so. She's putting right. on her uh, kimono, and then they right, just go on, to the uh, decision. All right. Uh, oh, here. Right here. Uh, so she knocks her out. <clears throat> Keep it going. Keep it going. Do I, can, I, can I do this too? No. Yeah, do you pull the video? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. All right. Well, she screams in the girl's face. I don't know okay. what she is. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> There, but I, that I like. I like the yes. dancing. I like the twerking. Uh, but I, but I think, I think in some ways she's doing too much. Um, I think it's weird that you're having us watch this together. All right, yeah. so uh, <laughs> it probably is. All right, at one point she knocked her out and screamed in her face. That was the, that was the really okay. only thing about it. Would you ever scream in a guy's face after you knocked him out, Mary Sharp? Just keep it playing, Joe. Okay, my I, I haven't yet. I did, I guess I'd have to have a pretty pretty good reason, but. Uh, to date, after you know, like you said, seventy fights, I haven't done it. So, <laughs> uh, uh, JQ, uh, after no, no, I mean that's just a that's just a prick move. But you know, yeah, I just think before, I think the sportsmanship that that's the only problem I have. I don't mind the dancing. She's a hot girl, flaunted, right? Is that is that where we're all at? If you have it, flaunted, sell tickets, create a name for yourself, do what you got to do. Doesn't matter, if, you know. Blah blah blah. Is that is that where we're at, Mirchart? I'm fine with it. I mean, they they definitely planned up something. Her cornerman even came in there with like a rhinestoned out mask. They were they were waiting for a post fight celebration. Thought went into that. Uh, uh, Don, you, what's uh, your opinion of this? <laughs> yeah. Here, right here. There it is. Okay. Well, all right. Awesome. You know, but. Yeah, she swings her butt real nice. Um, but yeah, there's, no, there's no reason we're screaming. Maybe she is flowing heavy that day. She's just having a bad week of the month, you know? Uh, that's why she was yelling. You think she was flowing heavy? That was the problem. Is that? Is yeah. That, uh, a little bloated. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little bloated. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask my wife if she's flowing heavy. I'm going to see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, look, I mean, well, the girl said she's going to be the biggest star. Personally, I think she's going to have a problem when she goes against a wrestler because um, it seems like she's, she just avoids, avoids, avoids. She hasn't really fought anybody good yet. Um, but she's talking a big game. She comes from the Conor McGregor school of thought of like the Dylan Dennis, McGregor, just tell everyone you're the best. And, uh, uh, you know, that seems to be the, 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 the way to do it. I mean, what, so what, I mean, what she said after the thing was, she said, I'm an amazing kicker, I'm an amazing wrestler, I'm an amazing boxer. I'm going to be champ, and I'm going to go into Hollywood. I'm going to do every single movie. I'm going to be an artist. I've always had something to tell me inside. Valerie, you're going to be a star. You're going to be worldwide. Uh, 
man, I wish I had that confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, your thoughts? Hey, I mean, you know, good for her. We'll, we'll see. It's like set your aspirations high. I don't know. It's one of those – Taking over the world, I mean, you gotta. Have, I guess you, I guess it's okay to have that mindset. Take over is that the world. What, is that what you told yourself before your fights? I'm gonna be a star. I'm gonna be a Hollywood. Well, no. Well, first of all, if you're fighting to be a star, you're fighting for the wrong reasons. It's not good. It's not yeah. gonna go well. That's not the reason to fight. You know, people who fight actually enjoy and love to fight and compete. I mean, but yeah, not none of that. None of that Tony Robbins bullshit. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to see Herbert's Rowdy back. They're, they're saying Herbert's Rowdy back's the next fight. Great I want fight. To see that. That's going to be a good fight. I'd love to watch it. Yes. I like this whole uh, fucking Bellator, all like the people that just like the Dylan Danis is that. No, no, you thought AJ Agazarm won that fight? No, 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 no. There was a bunch of controversy because some people thought, you know, Douglas Crosby being one of the judges, right. I don't saw the press conference because AJ was saying, you know, he had been friends with him and, you know, it was just like, at the end of the day, he didn't win the fight. I mean, I, yeah. I'm with you. I had two rounds to one. And, and Doug Crosby had it the closest. He actually gave him. Uh, I know. He gave him the second round, which, but no, I, I agree. I've trained with both guys. I know I, I know them both, but I, I still had Chris winning the fight. I mean, look, I mean, a fun a good fighter, but he needs to get his shit together. I mean, headbutting people is not the way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. After you lose a fight, shake the guy's hand, <laughs> yeah. give him the middle finger. I mean, like, what are you, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. What are you doing? You guys are, you guys are all trying to make a list. You already you get your ass mouth off. That's not too smart. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you, you had 15 minutes to fight. What are you, yep. what are you doing afterwards? I mean, yeah. you know, he was embarrassed. I mean, Agazam has talent. He's a talented fighter, but, you know, he, and also I, I think that the Diaz brothers are great at what they do, but I right. feel like the Diaz brothers can fight like a Diaz brothers. I, I think that Agazam needs to go to right. a, better, a, a better camp that's better for his style of fighting. You know, putting your hands down, talking shit to people, it, it, it's, it might work when you're Nate Diaz. Or Nate Diaz. It's not going to work with your AJ Agazam. Or when yeah. you or Chris, whatever Chris Avila. Well, and let's let's not forget the evolution of the, of the of the sport. I mean, that's Nick and Nate Diaz, Nick, Nick Diaz. You know, whatever six eight years or ten years ago, maybe. But I mean, for, for you know, you see Nate Diaz. Would Nate be the top? Any of the top ten guys? And I mean, one seventy? No, I I don't think. I, I think it's, the sport keeps evolving. People keep getting well rounded. I mean. Yeah, is he a star? Of course. Is he have some big fights? Of course. But I mean, you know, if we're if we're making matches based on ranking, uh, there's a lot of. I just think the sports evolved. Yeah, Marshart, your thoughts? Uh, I was just getting nervous because you got all excited about that chick fighting uh, Rowdy Beck, and I was looking for like your bottle of lotion to pop up on the screen. No, I, I was just terrified for everybody in that house. First of all, that's going to be a fun fight because Rowdy Beck is a fucking psycho. Uh, this girl, like, she's fucking psychotic. I mean, look, this girl's not. One woman isn't. Only one woman who is not. Good point. 
Don, what's your Don? What's your parenting advice for my daughter? Any advice? Because I, I want my daughter to end up being like a good girl, not a slut, uh, respectable. Uh, what's your What's your parenting? You have any parenting advice for my kid? Yeah, yeah. Keep your pants on. Keep your legs closed and all that. <laughs> okay. He's not wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. Mr. you're you're the most driest fucking fighter i know you're the most dry sense of humor uh, ever uh you're hilarious man <laughs> so all right so you're fighting ed herman uh ed's a tough guy you know we can take a punch he likes to go punch for punch people are, are we gonna uh, keep our distance do jujitsu try to tap him out or are we gonna just gonna go fucking nuts uh I'm, we're pretty much gonna fight in a phone booth because they already got us in a small cage and i don't know we're both uh pretty much mirror images of each other except that i'm southpaw and he's orthodox so it's gonna be you know we'll slowly walk towards each other and just start punching each other in the face until something crazy happens all right sounds like a, a plan uh jake why are you laughing no i love it i i like this guy we need to have him on more <laughs> he keeps it real no he keeps it real i love it <laughs> Yeah, Mary Sharp's store. Thanks, Don. Don, you're <laughs> Don, what, what Wi-Fi do you have, by the way? What what service do you have? Because I'll, I'll never get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's using his neighbor's uh, Wi-Fi. Hey, it's Breaker 1-9. This is uh, Chubby Bear. Breaker 1-9. Breaker 1-9? What? Like Dennis Prager? Prager a CB radio. Have you ever heard of CB radio? Yeah, of course, quit? of course, of course. Now, Mirshard, I know you're a big Trump supporter like Fry. <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> are you, uh, you going to vote for Trump in, uh, on November 3rd? I, I hadn't really thought about that because I'm getting ready for a fist fight, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of taking most of the space in my brain right now. Uh, Jake, are you voting for Trump? Well, Adam, I'm I'm not really talking politics here, but I'll tell you what I'm I'm not a supporter of a sleepy Joe Biden. I'll put it that way. All right, there we go. He's not a supporter of sleepy. You heard it here, people. Jake is a, a deep red, deep red pill. <laughs> uh, fucking alt right. No. Uh, you could watch. All right, so there we go. No, I'm kidding. Not, so not a supporter. And then of course, uh, now Trump, uh, Fry, are you going to any Trump rallies or no? <coughs> Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's sending his plane for me. So he's gonna pick me up, and then I'm gonna fly in there. I'll be, I'll be the guest speaker. Have you ever been to one before? Or no. I'll be like the warm. I'll be like the warm up, you know, like yeah, like, like you are for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's what you laugh at, you dipshits. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, this is our podcast. It's been real. Uh, Jake, what do you have coming up? Anything? Are you, are you, do, are you doing another uh, submission grappling against uh, Henzo Gracie or something? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Um, yeah, I'll probably do one in the next, I don't know, September, couple months, but uh, not, not scheduled right now. Now, I thought you were going to go against Carlos Condit. We, we, we were scheduled at one point. Um, it's right when the whole COVID started happening and and he said no. He, I mean, he didn't want to travel or whatever. So they, they kind of it was kind of like, that's when I got thrown 
uh, you know, a late replacement. But yeah, it's it still might happen. I don't know. We'll see. You think he's ducking you? No, I don't. He's a he's a competitor, man. He <laughs> no. Uh, all right, all right. But there we go. When we were talking about fights. Who do you think uh, with Lawler and Neil Magny? Who do you who do you got? I think Neil Magny wins. I think on momentum. I mean, Neil Magny is such a streaky fighter. He's like Mearshart. He wins three. He loses two. He wins three. He and then when I think he's gonna win, he loses. He loses. He's just one of those dudes. Like uh, he's a, he just needs confidence. You know, yeah. one of those guys is like if he's confident, almost no one can beat him. Uh, when he's not confident, is when he like he gets in his head and yada yada. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm excited for is Hector Lombard is fighting Kendall Grove in bare knuckle boxing. Really? Uh, yes. On the same night, Tiago Alves is fighting Phil Baroni in bare knuckle boxing. Wow. Um, uh, who do we like in those fights, uh, Mirashart? So, I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but my second fight in the UFC was in Halifax. And uh, this is, like, probably on the tail end of when Hector Lombard was still super scary. And I saw him get on uh, the fighter bus with, like, skinny jeans and a man purse. And pretty much ever since then, I was like, you are no longer frightening. You're, like, 5'7", and you have a man bag. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Kendall Grove on that one. Wow. Well, we're we're going to – you know what? Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, and what about as far as Baroni versus Tiago Alves? I, I don't think I could ever vote for – uh, the NYBA in any fight that's like not a pride. So <laughs> I guess I'll go with Alves. Uh, and Fry, you? I like, I like Baroni. I'll go with Baroni. All right. Have you ever uh, worked, have you ever worked out with him or trained with him? No, I haven't. I had a meal with him one time about 15 years ago. That was, that was entertaining. <laughs> Uh, Jake, do we like Kendall Grove or Lombard? And I mean, don't forget, this is pure. I think everything's legal in bare knuckle boxing, so I, I think it's actually encouraged. So everyone's gonna be in this one, um, except for maybe Kendall Grove. Uh, but definitely Tiago, definitely Paul Baroni, and definitely Hector Lombard. So, who do we like in this one? That's you, that's that's you, and I'm I'm a you know, Kendall's a good. Hey, enough. Uh, let, let, that, let that woman out of the fucking kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, I, I assume Bare Knuckles got some money. I mean, they're, they're signing some big guy, big names, right? So they got to have some money. Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, I don't know the backer, but uh, anyway, yeah, Kendall's a good friend of mine. I'm, I'm going to go with Kendall. Over Hector Lombard? Yeah. And then what about uh, Baroni versus Thiago Alves? Oh, man. Now, Baroni's last bare-knuckle boxing match, he went for a double leg a couple times against Chris Levin. Did you really? And then he, and then he also came in drunk. Um, uh, Mark, Coleman, Mark Coleman gave him three shots for the fight, and he came in wasted. Uh, he's not doing that this time. He's training, he's training over at Jackson Wink. He's, 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 he's living in Albuquerque. He has no phone, no computer. He's taking this very serious. He doesn't know that – we called him last week. He didn't know that there was a pandemic. He thought that there was SARS. Uh, it was SARS. Uh, 
I'm not, I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> Even better. I don't I mean, Tiago Alves is a monster, man. That's a tough fight. That's a tough fight any way you, any way you, <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards Alves, but we'll see. Uh, uh, Ween Dog? I will pick Phil Baroni because he's such a character. You know, I want him to succeed. I want him to come in drunk in that fight. I want him to be strung out on heroin and weed and whatever it is. You know, I'll pick Phil Broni, and then I will also pick Hector Lombard to win because he's also just an insane character who I love. Are they testing? No. no. I, I, think, I, think, I, think if you test positive, I think if you test negative, they give you drugs. Uh, and then, um, so, all right. So, finally, and then finally, all right, that's our show today. Uh, Don Sky, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, by the way, she gave a t-shirt that says, try to burn this, you fucking asshole. Uh, just so you know, Mir Shark, uh, try burning this one, asshole. Um, do you have that shirt too or no? I have yet to add that to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it done with you. Don't make women's sizes. They don't make women's sizes. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don, would you ever do bare knuckle? Yeah, I would, I've been thinking about that. Uh, soon my back heals up. I got another year of this wheelchair nonsense, and then I'm ready to uh, be ready to start training again. Give it a shot. You want to yeah, do bare knuckle? You want to do bare knuckle wheelchair fighting? <laughs> <laughs> I had just assumed that Don had already done bare knuckle fights when they were first a thing in the Wild West. I just figured he was at someone right. knocking guys right. out. Because they didn't have gloves then. They didn't invent gloves back then. There were no gloves. All right, listen, guys. Uh, this has been so much fun. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, on Wednesday, we have Shang uh, and Hector Lombard, the great political debate. Uh, Shang is a, a bleeding liberal, and Hector cannot be more of a Trump supporter. Uh, really? This is going to go really well. Um, but, Gershard, uh, thank you. I know you're very busy. Uh, by the way, are you like a, I feel like you're in that room that Dexter goes to kill people. Or like, <laughs> the, the, where he just like buries people. Like, where yeah. are you? Uh, well, I took the plastic down just for you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Beardcard. I appreciate it. He that. likes the plastic. Yeah, of course. He likes it when you leave the plastic up. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it's hey, so um, listen, thank you guys yep. so much. Uh, <laughs> you guys are the best. Uh, take care, guys. Bye bye. Stay on. See ya. All right, see you, bro. Take care, guys. Thank you. Tuni sons to hook them doorbell. Tada stolen doorbell. Tada.